Good morning, I'm Pastor Gillespie from St. John Evangelical Lutheran Church. Lutheran Church, there we go. Lutheran Church and School, Sherman Center, Random Lake, Wisconsin. It's good to have you with us here today for the Congregation of Prayer, a guide for daily meditation and prayer around God's Word. It's Tuesday, August 2nd, 2022, and we continue our catechesis through the Gospel according to Luke. We're in chapter 18 now. We're getting closer to the end. And then, of course, it'll be the beginning of the school year, and we'll... Uh, Start with a new cycle of readings. Let's see, Sunday school, excuse me, Sunday school, v- vacation Bible school today. So um, I think we have oh, a little over maybe 20 children, something like that. So it's beautiful, um, as well as uh, many adults. So give thanks to God for all of their work today, especially our staff um, who are here. Make sure the children are taught um, according to God's word. Good. So let's begin. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty, From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. All right, let's say our memory verse. With the merciful, you will show yourself merciful. With a blameless man, you will show yourself blameless. With the pure, you will show yourself pure. And with the devious, you will show yourself shrewd. 2 Samuel 22, verses 26 through 27. Our psalm is Psalm 119. We have the uh, two penultimate sections here, Kof and Reish. Say them together. With my whole heart, I cry, answer me, O Lord. I will keep your statutes. I call to you, save me, that I may observe your testimonies. I rise before dawn and cry for help, I hope, in your words. My eyes are awake before the watches of the night, that I may meditate on your promise. Hear my voice according to your steadfast love, O Lord, according to your justice. Give me life. They draw near who persecute me with evil purpose. They are far from your law. But you are near, O Lord, and all your commandments are true. Long have I known from your testimonies that you have founded them forever. Look on my affliction and deliver me, for I do not forget your law. Plead my cause and redeem me. Give me life according to your promise. Salvation is far from the wicked for they do not seek your statutes. Great is your mercy, O Lord. Give me life according to your just decrees. Many are my persecutors and my adversaries, but I do not swerve from your testimonies. I look at the faithless with disgust, because they do not keep your commands. Consider how I love your precepts. Give me life according to your steadfast love. The sum of your word is truth, and every one of your just and righteous decrees endure forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. First reading today is from Zechariah 3. Then he showed me Joshua the high priest standing before the angel of the Lord, and Satan standing at his right hand to oppose him. And the Lord said to Satan, The Lord rebuke you, Satan. The Lord, who has chosen Jerusalem, rebuke you. Is this not a brand plucked from the fire? Now, Joshua was clothed with filthy garments and was standing before the angel. Then he answered, 
and spoke to those who stood before him, saying, excuse me, um, stood before him, saying, take away the filthy garments from him. And to him, he said, see, I have removed your iniquity from you, and I will clothe you with rich robes. And I said, let them put a clean turban on his head. So they put a clean turban on his head, and they put clothes on him. And the angel of the Lord stood by. Then the angel of the Lord admonished Joshua, saying, Thus says the Lord of hosts, If you will walk in my ways, and if you will keep my command, then you shall also judge my house, and likewise have charge of my courts. I will give you places to walk among these who stand here. Hear, O Joshua, the high priest, you and your companions who sit before you, for they are a wondrous sign. For behold, I am bringing forth my servant, the branch. For behold, the stone that I have laid before Joshua, the stone Upon the stone are seven eyes. Behold, I will engrave its inscription, says the Lord of hosts, and I will remove the iniquity of that land in one day. In that day, says the Lord of hosts, everyone will invite his neighbor under his vine and under his fig tree. All right, so all sorts of pictures here. Um, The branch, this is, of course, borrowed from Isaiah, fig tree, vine, all that language you know Jesus picks up uh, being grafted onto um, the shoot of Jesse or the branch. Of David, also um, he likens himself to the "I am the vine, you are the branches." Right, um, the fig tree, of course, um, is blessed and then cursed, right? But it's a source of shade and of fruit. So we have all that language of trees. Um, trees are central, especially a tree, in particular, upon a mountain in a garden um, in the the city that would be Zion, Jerusalem, right? And that tree being the cross. Good. Then a reading from Luke 18 for catechesis. But first, coffee. Mm. Then he spoke a parable to them that men always ought to pray and not lose heart, saying, There was a certain in there was in a certain city a judge who did not fear God nor regard man. Now there was a widow in that city, and she came to him, saying, Get justice for me from my adversary. And he would not for a while, but afterward he said within himself, Though I do not fear God nor regard man, yet because this widow troubles me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. Then the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge said. And shall God not avenge his own elect who cry out day and night to him, though he bears long with them? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith on the earth? Question mark. <laughs> All right. So uh, yesterday we talked about the coming of the kingdom, right? And uh, where the where the corpse is, there the uh, vultures gather. Remember. So the coming of the kingdom, of course, the kingdom we know is comes by um, by his word and by prayer, right? What's the parable here about? Oh, sounds like we've got crying children out there. Men always ought to pray and not lose heart. All right? We've been doing that with the children this week. We've been looking at the Lord's Prayer and stories connected to it. Mm-hmm. When had Jesus said this before? To pray and not lose heart. Luke 11, actually. Now it came to pass, when he was in a certain um, place, praying in a certain place, when he ceased, that one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray. Right, And then he had that parable of the uh, persistent friend who comes... Um, at midnight, remember, and ask for the three loaves, right? Um, so that, again, prayer with persistence and not losing heart. 
How is the judge here described? Yeah, the judge did not fear God nor regard man, right? He's not a respecter of persons or even of God. Um, what does the widow ask for in particular? Get me justice from my adversary, right? Now that's, I think, a key, right? Uh, Jesus describes actually a particular individual as the adversary in Luke, back in Luke 12. See if you remember, who would be the adversary? Yeah, that would be the accuser, the adversary who would bring you before the judge. That's one uh, possible translation. But think of First uh, Peter 5, right? Um, your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour, right? So there you go. And then who will carry out the vengeance against that particular adversary? That would be uh, Jesus, wouldn't it? Think of um, what we'll hear in Luke 21. For these are the days of vengeance, he says, and all things which are written may be fulfilled. Right? These are the days of vengeance. That is, when he um, comes and is crucified for the salvation of the world. Vengeance against sin and the devil and the world. Forgiveness, life, and salvation for those who believe. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, uh, avenge or to revenge. Um, remember what... What the prophet says, uh, I would say that's from, well, it's actually Moses, right? From Deuteronomy. <coughs> Excuse me. I've been having this tickle in my throat all day. Well, actually, yesterday too. Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, <clears throat> but rather give place to wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. Right? That's the Lord's job, not yours. <clears throat> wow. All right. Uh, why did the judge agree to avenge her? He would not for a while, but afterward he said, because the woman troubles me, right? He's tired of her coming to him all the time. Continual coming, she wearies me. What did Jesus call the man? Again, an unjust judge, right? Because he does not fear God or regard man. No faith in God and no love for one another, for, for his neighbor, and yet, so then he's unjust. And yet... She will, he will um, answer her because of her persistence, right? So now comparison lesser to greater, how much more, right? Shall God avenge his own elect who cry out to him day and night, though he bears long with them, right? So um, God, not being unjust, being a just judge who does avenge um, his saints as they are assaulted by the adversary, um, well, how much more does he do so? to those chosen who cry out day and night to him. And yet, um, never the, you know, nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith on earth, on the earth, right? So despite God's action, uh, will he find any who still believe? This is actually a key, um, a key thought, and we've talked about this at length. Um, the, I think, at least the church I grew up in, in general, was mistaken, um, or at least misleading, in thinking that if we just get the message right, then the church will be appealing and welcoming and encouraging and uplifting and, you know, name your adjective, right? And that um, it will grow and it will be successful and people will, but here's the key, people will find the church appealing if we just get the message straight, all right? Now, we get the message straight because we're called to faithfulness, right? The result of that faithful, or that faithfulness, uh, the result of 
then of that faithfulness and faith uh, given to others is a, is a gift of the Holy Spirit when and where he wills. Right? But he doesn't necessarily at- attach a promise that if you do the right thing, then, then you will have XYZ result. Right? If you are faithful, you will remain uh, with Christ until you die. If you are, you, you're faithful for the sake of your children, you're faithful for the sake of um, your own salvation, right? And, and, and also for the sake of the congregation whom the Lord has given you, right? And if the Lord grants growth, thanks be to God. If the Lord actually grants um, you to be persecuted and to suffer and then even to diminish as a result, thanks be to God, right? So this is key. Will he find faith even though he's avenging those who answer or call out to him uh, for, in prayer? Right. The question is, where does faith come from? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, preached truthfully, administered according to the Lord's institutions. Mm-hmm. Right. The widow cried out for vindication, just as the church cries out to the Lord for deliverance from all her enemies. Jesus contrasts his father to an unjust judge, to make the point that we can be even more certain that the just or righteous judge will be merci- will mercifully hear our prayers. It is he who justifies us for the sake of his son, who has taken vengeance on our adversary, the devil. It is he who heard the prayers of the faithful few in Jerusalem and sent his son. The right- unrighteous, like the Pharisees, would perish in the destruction of Jerusalem. True faith seeks justification for the sake of Christ alone and relies on his mercy even when surrounded by injustice. All right. We confess our catechism for the week, second petition of the Lord's Prayer. Thy kingdom come. What does this mean? The kingdom of God certainly comes by itself without our prayer, but we pray in this petition that it may come among us also. How does God's kingdom come? God's kingdom comes when our Heavenly Father gives us His Holy Spirit so that by His grace we believe His Holy Word. And lead godly lives here in time and there in eternity. We pray. Heavenly Father, your kingdom comes to us wherever the gospel of Jesus is preached and his sacraments are administered. Through these gifts, you give us your Holy Spirit and create faith in our hearts. We give thanks to you for these gifts. We give thanks to you for the promise that Jesus will come again in glory on the last day to give us all the fullness of his kingdom. Forgive us for failing to pray for the coming of your kingdom. By your word and spirit, reign in our hearts and in your church. Through the promises of the gospel, continue to give us your Holy Spirit, so that by your grace, we believe your holy word and lead godly lives here in time and forever thereafter in eternity. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. All right, let's sing our hymn. Uh, And again, uh, we're just going to skip over stanza two and go right to three. All right, one, three, and following.
What a lovely hymn, right? Connects as well with, again, with the uh, themes from this past Sunday. Really, um, I would suggest with the ones for this coming Sunday, too. All right. Uh, no commemoration today, so let's continue with our collect for the week. O God, whose never-failing providence orders all things, both in heaven and earth, we humbly implore you to put away from us all hurtful things and to give us those things that are profitable for us. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. We pray this day for deliverance against temptation and evil, for the addicted and despairing, for the tortured and oppressed, and for those struggling with sin. We also pray, let's see, with the households of our church, John and Diana, Carl and his family, James, Lindsay and her family, Karen, Ron and Sandra. We also pray in Thanksgiving with uh, Tim, with the gift of healing. Pray for our catechumens, our adults receiving instruction, Matthew and Maureen, as well as the children this week in Vacation Bible School. 
Pray for those ill, receiving treatment, or recovering, especially Marcella, Joe, Kelsey, Dan, and Brad. Pray for our homebound, Bev, Willis, Ed, Mickey, Paul, and Pauline. Pray for the missions and mercy work of the church, especially that work of the gathering place at our sister congregation, St. Paul Falls. We ask the Lord uh, to grant unto us a disdain of earthly things. For all this, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. I thank you, my heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger, And I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings and life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul, and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. All right. It's been a joy to have you with us here today, as usual, for our congregation in prayer. Uh, I'm keeping it a little bit briefer, I suppose, because i got to go get everything ready for um, worship later on here this morning. Um, let's see, anything else in particular? No, I think that's probably good for now. So, uh, Lord be with you, keep you safe, and we'll see you again in the morning. We thank you for listening to this podcast from St. John Evangelical Lutheran Church Sermon Center in Random Lake, Wisconsin. If this podcast is of benefit to you, please consider supporting the work of St. John by visiting stjohnrandomlake.org, that's stjohnrandomlake.org, slash support, and give today.